0: Hey, Rachel. Hey, Brian. So how was your week?
1: You know, Brian, there have been a lot of times when people say to me, Rachel, what I love most about Nope is that you guys don't have those annoying ads, to which I say... Well, the situation is not exactly by choice, but I'll, I'll take the compliment. And now more than three years after starting this podcast, I'm happy to say that as you may have just discovered, we have taken on our very first ad for another podcast, Alex Kantrowitz's Big Technology.
0: And we actually endorse that podcast. Like We personally only- endorse it. Yeah, yes, not- it's,
1: it's very good. So we are just that selective. We've been waiting all this time for this moment to find the right. Podcast. I'd like to think that we
0: turned down <laughs> other advertisers, but he was really the first person to ask. Right.
1: <laughs> so I, all I can say is I hope that the people who liked us because we didn't have ads still continue to like us because it was another shit week and we have a lot to talk about. In the immortal words of Chris Cuomo, let's get after it. <laughs> this is <laughs> <Or> Nope. <laughs> the podcast where we shut it down.
0: we just a couple of New York Jews talking about the news. Back the blues. We made a podcast, and here's why. Have to laugh so we don't cry. Come and join us for the ride. Okay, well, in other evolutions, people said they liked the theme song, the new theme song. We got a lot of praise, uh, but we also got some constructive feedback on it, and um, you know, a lot of it was right, which was that um, you know, this podcast from day one is a joint endeavor. Endeavor, we are co-equal branches of creativity and government uh, (laughs) and you know it really shouldn't just be me singing and it was just my voice singing and um so we decided to recut the song with you yeah after I harassed
1: you for like a week I was like what about me I feel like I should be singing I'm like oh I I think it's okay I was like I'll just record a track I'll lay down a track and I'll send it to you
0: and I'm like, uh, okay, I know how to use auto-tune. So I, so, I use yeah. plenty of auto-tune on myself as well. But it's been even more popular, right, that we've previewed it to a few people. People really like it. I hope you liked it. It's like when you have a hit song uh, and it's so big that you race to have a remix album and then the remix becomes more popular than the original, like uh, like uh, Lil Nas X, right? Old right, Town like Road. Right, like Old Town Road. Right, that's a, with yes. the Billy Ray Cyrus, that's a remix. So that's basically us. We're basically it's Lil Nas remix. X. It's a
1: remix. we'll keep iterating. <laughs> (laughs) and we'll keep remixing we're always in beta over here
0: (laughs) (laughs) no perpetual beta the podcast itself is always still in beta okay so we hope you like the new theme song as much as you did if not more than last week rachel anything interesting happen with you this week
1: yeah so um aj my seven year old son has become very interested in pranks. Pranks. Um, so, pranks. Um, is that like an and- area
0: of interest? Like, is that like a activity group? Like,
1: you that- know, like jokes, like practical. You know, when you were a kid, like you could get like fake poop and like yeah, I know what a disappearing. Pran- ink. I know what a
0: prank is. Okay. I guess you can get into pranks as a thing. That's
1: Whoopee cushions. Yes. It's like a genre of things. <laughs> That's so, what I was called. Um, was it was
0: in a genre. I didn't realize. But now, <laughs> yes. now that you articulate the exam, I see the genre. Yes.
1: (laughs) So we got him this kit that includes all the classics and my parents are coming to visit on Saturday and like AJ is just like chomping at the bit to freak them out with all this stuff. It's going to be very (laughs) funny. Um, So I'm doing yoga the other day and he puts the whoopee cushion down next to a fake cockroach on my yoga mat and I'm like okay whatever so I indulge his craziness and pretend I don't see this giant pink whoopee cushion on my yoga mat and I sit on it and he cracks up but then like Coco was there and she started going insane like something about the whoopee cushion like activated imagine. her
0: it raised her imagine hustle. that, imagine that.
1: <laughs> she felt like threatened by it and so then we were downstairs and then I came upstairs to get my glasses and they were like pieces of whoopee cushion everywhere like coco attacked it yeah because aj forgot to put his prank kit accessories in the bag where they're supposed to go so um yeah so coco had this cute i didn't do it look on her face and the joke's on us so that was fun while it lasted (laughs)
0: that sounds fun (laughs) i had a very interesting encounter as well so
1: You all know I was in
0: Miami last week and uh, I flew home. I was only there for three days and uh, I splurged on first class because the prices are so low that flying first class was cheaper than a normal economy ticket. Um, So I was in the like fancy priority one like road to get on the plane and I was first in line. I was very proud of myself. And as they called the priority, I went to go get on the plane and I got body checked by a Miami-Dade police officer, and I realized that there were a bunch of them who were swarming. This guy, this really Like they tall, just
1: physically got in your yeah, way and physically,
0: just Physically, like, yeah, I got body checked. Like, and um, like, yeah, like there was a national security emergency or something. And then-
1: Oh my God.
0: guy, And I'm like, what are they doing? Protecting a prisoner or something? Because they have to get prisoners from one state to another, like extradite them. And I guess they fly on a plane. So, and I'm like, oh no. And then I see mysteriously this like really tall guy with blonde hair in a suit- and I'm like, oh, so it's a white-collar criminal. Who's, I wonder who it is. Well,
1: well that's it turns- Florida's biggest expert.
0: <laughs> white-collar <laughs> criminals, right. Yes. Um, it turns out that it was a white-collar criminal. It was Eric Trump on my plane.
1: That is just an abomination that you had to be in an enclosed yes. space with him for that yes. long.
0: So he was sitting two rows in front of me. I have to. This is not a surprise to you. I as soon as I took the picture and got off the plane, I sent it to you, and I was. You
1: still were like, "It's an gagged. emergency. <laughs> I need to talk this <laughs> so through." Like, nope,
0: emergency. <laughs> I can't even process this. So the whole time he was sleeping, and his head was lolling around, and he had a, his phone out, and he was watching a movie. And let's just say, I'm sure it wasn't Emily in Paris. Like he was watching some kind of horrible movie. I was
1: trying to figure out what it was. It, there were a lot of cars in the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, fast like and from furious. from the 1960s. Seven. Yeah, oh.
1: like, I, it, yeah, I don't know what it was, but the prequel. anyway. Okay.
0: So um, I, I was looking at the back of his head the whole time. And I said, I got to look at the front. And so I, I walked to the bathroom, came back. And from the front, you could see he was wearing a mask that was like camouflage but like desert storm camouflage like it was tan and brown and stuff and he had on it a patch a black on black patch that said president of the united states of america but this was not the real seal of the president this is like something he had ordered on the internet um and because like I guess he still thinks he's part of the family of the president of the United States to this Wait, day. Wait, so like,
1: <laughs> what is that supposed to signify, like that the president of the United States would wear a camouflage mask? And to what end? Like, is it supposed to be No, I think like, like, like when you,
0: I think there's like when you sign a bill, he gives the pens and they have the M&Ms with okay, the president okay. on it. So I think this was like a commemorative
1: mask. <laughs> a commemorative mask. <laughs> From the <Okay>. Trump
0: presidency <laughs> of some sort um and uh and then he oh and, and just to be sure i went to the the flight attendant i was like is that eric trump and she's like uh-huh and i'm like are you sure uh-huh and i'm like i don't want to be on the plane with him she's like me neither um <laughs> i'm so, sure nobody did <laughs> right exactly so um when the plane landed he got up and i took a picture of this too I saw him from behind, which was another sight I didn't want to see. And his suit jacket was so rumpled. It was was so rumpled. The fabric
1: was of such low quality. (laughs) I've never seen such rumpling. It was
0: really (laughs) terrible. (laughs) Right. And like, so, and I also realized that he never went to the bathroom on the, I mean, we were on the plane for over three hours. There was a little delay and like, he never went to the bathroom. And I realized, does he have a catheter or a colostomy bag or something? but if yes. he does have a catheter it must be a very cheap like a russian one or something because it clearly backed up and like went up and his the back. liquid got on his suit
1: and that's why that's the, why the creases yeah. were were permanent, permanent but yeah. i think you're really just burying the the bigger story here which is that he was on a plane from miami he first, was flying like, commercial cheap first class commercial when he's living at or visiting the, Mar-a-Lago, the, so, alleged, like, he the
0: alleged son of a billionaire, Palm Beach Airport is ten minutes so from there. So even if he was gonna fly commercial, fly from Palm Beach, he should right. be flying private to Teterboro, which is right by Bedminster, which is where I assume he was going. But no, he was flying from Miami to to LaGuardia. Like he got he, a he got LaGuardia. such a steal, he got such a steal on American Airlines that he like spent a five hundred dollar Uber to get to Miami. He couldn't do this the math. He's pretty. Stupid. Scoop!
1: this is a financial scoop like, this is this a scandal
0: says, send leticia yes. james on this follow the money like i want to know where, <laughs> where this money for this trip came from <laughs> and then i thought so where is he going where is he coming from and i thought maybe he's going to cpac in florida but That's that was in Orlando and the next week. So like he was if he was he was going in the wrong direction, which is entirely possible given how stupid he is. He's going the wrong direction on the wrong date to the wrong city, like in the wrong hotel. And um, now it all makes sense. was just stumbling around. We'll post post the
1: photos on Twitter because I think everyone needs to see this big scoop that you got. You're always working. No. (laughs) For For the American people.
0: Hire me at ProPublica. I'm doing the, yes. deep, the long-form <laughs> journalism, which is <laughs> taking an you know, iPhone picture of Eric Trump's rumpled suit back. <laughs> okay. So okay. that leads perfectly into our first nope, which is our follow-up on CPAC. We talked about it last week. The theme of it was America Uncanceled. There was this ridiculous anti-Semitic rapper named Young Faro who uh whatever they he eventually cancel <laughs> right and and normally we wouldn't give oxygen to this q convention but we couldn't resist because there were some things that were just too delicious so the real story was not the speeches was not the straw poll it was the stage so the stage was Shape like they like- couldn't even
1: get that right. They couldn't get. The- <laughs> no, I
0: think <laughs> they got it right. I think it was in- exactly as intended. It was the shape yeah. of a of a swastika or a modified <laughs> swastika, which is an odal or othala rune. But in in all reality, it's it's a, a Nazi for symbol. all intents
1: and purposes. It is a Nazi symbol. That's it's right. A it symbol was that they used- would wear. Was, on their lapels no
0: it was used in ss uniforms and yes. it's used by white supremacists and it was on the, the 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 idiots in charlottesville so this came to light and if you look at it it's ridiculous it's clearly that symbol like you would not it's a it's very ornate you wouldn't stumble upon that and like they're like oh we just made a pretty stage oops it's like a swastika <laughs> <laughs> like there's you know? clearly intent of authorship here right so When presented with this, the CPAC guy, instead of apologizing or changing the design, of course they doubled down. And the CPAC host, Matt Schlapp, Love that name. Matt Schlump said quote Stage design conspiracies are outrageous and slanderous. We have a long standing commitment to the Jewish community. Cancel culture extremists must address anti-Semitism within their own ranks. CPAC proudly stands with our Jewish allies, including including those speaking from this Nazi stage. Um, <laughs>
1: All of the no, Jews we've invited to stand atop the Nazis.
0: Stand in solidarity with the Nazi state. So first of all, I want to know what is a stage design conspiracy? Like, like have it,
1: there been many? Is this like one in? Is it a, a movement to be a stage
0: design truther? Like, <laughs> and also, like, why are the Jews the only people who might be offended by a swastika? Like. A lot of people died I in World War II.
1: Any reasonable person would be offended by that. <laughs> yes. you don't have to have been one of the targeted groups. To, <laughs> but, to well, also there were a lot, lot of targeted groups,
0: but yes. <laughs> yes. First among them were the Jews. To be fair, but you don't yes. have to be a Jew. The, the, the Holocaust outrage is open to everyone. It's, come uni- on, come it's on. universal. <laughs> it's a unanimous sentiment. I would. I used to think, except now, not so much. So of and course, some, no. right. some celebrities spoke out. Deborah Messing was tweeted about it. That was well, such a big celebrity, oy. Um And then Hyatt, where the the hotel where the conference was, began distancing itself because of the stage, and also because the uh, CPAC people showed quote disrespect respect to employees because they wouldn't wear the, the mask so they issued this like super lame statement about it and they said they only allowed the event to continue because of CPAC because CPAC had denied that there was any Nazi connection and because creating a new stage in the middle of the conference would be quote a disruptive situation okay so I would say <laughs> no. Fixing no. the stage is less disruptive than having a Nazi than stage. having a yes. <laughs> right. And like, how disrupt? like, just at night, like, just cut off the edges of the swastika or something so it looks cut like something. Arm, than- so cut the swastika, off the arms of a swastika. Right.
1: Leave a square in the yes.
0: middle. <laughs> it makes a nice, tiny square. And then, of course, at the end, this is like both sides-ism, Hyatt said, we understand and respect the opinions of those who might disagree with that decision, to keep the, the decision to keep CPAC there. Um. Um, And of course, even with that equivocating statement, CPAC doubled down again and called Hyatt's statement slanderous and accused them of having false and malicious claims. So... So, so
1: Hyatt should have known better. They, you can't have it both ways with these people.
0: And they're talking about having future CPACs at other Hyatt's now because they're obviously so accommodating. So, you know, oh, there's just no there's no winners in the story. It's all losers. They go from weakness yeah. to weakness.
1: Bad to, weakness. to worse. Yes.
0: <laughs> however, however, there were other outrages, <laughs> if possible. Yeah, we outrages do have to address mo- <laughs> one, <laughs> one or more ridiculous. other oddities of this conference. So um there is the national anthem that was sung at the I guess the Star-Spangled Banner, right? That is the, the star national Star-Spangled Banner. Yes. 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 Last you corrected me when we were talking. I said the national anthem and you said the Star-Spangled Banner. No, the Star-Spangled <laughs> is the national. anthem. They're the same thing. It's as far as what I last learned. Um like so Chickpeas Rachel
1: peas and garbanzo beans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Chickpeas and garbanzo meetings. So um, we want to play the clip. We have it because you have to hear it to be believed. But Rachel, you made a very apt comparison. It reminded yeah. you of something.
1: I listened to it and um, I think my ears are still ringing. We're going to play a very small clip of the actual singing because it's, it's really horrible. It sounded like uh, Daryl Hannah in Splash where she's in Bloomingdale's in the television section and she tells – Tom Hanks, her name in Dolphin in- Speak <laughs> and, and breaks all of the screen. So that's what so sounds. Here's like a
0: little here's a little medley. So I I would say this is what happens when you defund music education. Uh, Perhaps she studied at the Betsy DeVos School of Music. um, (laughs) Trump
1: University. Well, nobody (laughs) (laughs) with any talent wants to even be associated with any of these people. Right. Well, clearly she was
0: singing in the key of Q. Right. That wasn't <laughs> right. Dorian mode. Yes. That was the key of Q. Right.
1: The key of Q. Right. Yes. But then
0: it turns out that the, the CPAC was great, but the timing was all wrong because it was a week too early before all these cancel scandals really hit the news and they hit a nerve. And Rachel, you've been following this with the Dr. Seuss thing because you have a Seuss aged child, right? I yeah.
1: Mean- we. I mean, you know, I have plenty of Dr. Seuss books and, you know, for the past few days fox news has just been like freaking out about mr potato head um the muppets having a warning oh
0: i didn't know the muppets had a warning the
1: muppets and dr seuss they're saying dr seuss has been canceled and, you know, let me just I'm not even going to go into the other things about the potato head and the Muppets, because it's just like so stupid. It's nonsense. They're all bullshit. But I'll go into the Dr. Seuss thing because I am fairly well versed in Seussology. So <laughs> essentially they're saying Dr. Seuss was banned. There was no ban. There was no ban. Dr. Seuss's estate decided not to continue publishing six of his books Minor, his minor
0: his minor works his minor <laughs>
1: books i will tell you which ones they are it's not oh the places you'll go these had some cultural insensitivities and also i think these particular six books do not sell it's not like they were bringing in <laughs> millions of dollars to the seuss estate so this was a very easy business decision for them to make the books are called if i ran the zoo mm. never heard of that one no. um the next one is and to think that i saw it on mulberry street <laughs> No. Oh, Mulberry
0: Street. Uh,
1: <laughs> McEllicate's pool. No, oh, Ma- never McEllicott heard of that.
0: is one of the great characters in children's literature. McEllicate. Yes. <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: then the next one is On Beyond Zebra! Exclamation point. Wait, or On the, Beyond Zebra! Like I don't for,
0: even know what. What that, is that? Is <laughs> that grammatical? Like
1: I don't know what that can means. Can you parse but that
0: title for me? Like the, there's a preposition, and uh, I, I don't even know what it means.
1: It's okay. beyond the zebra, uh, and then the, the following one is scrambled eggs super and the and the last one is the cat's quizzer so i you know is that like a work
0: is that like a workbook that you get after you've read the cat in the hat it's like trivia the cat's quiz book the cat joke quizzer maybe yeah
1: Yeah, but I've never heard of any of these. They will not be missed. But, you know, (laughs) if you heard about it on Fox News, you would think that, like, there was a pile of books being burned of, like, all of the Seuss classics (laughs) for all eternity. And, you know, they're the night of
0: the night of broken glass. Yes,
1: (laughs) yes. And they're trying to say that, like, the liberals, like any perceived bias in any historical work, it has to be canceled and the reality is that for the most recent year for which we have data which is 2019 of the 10 books that were banned that were most banned eight of them were because of lgbtq themes and they were banned by the by the right so of course it's just another example of gaslighting but i have to add one more (laughs) (laughs) one more victim of cancel culture Um, Today, they came for the Neanderthals. So (laughs) for a little bit of background, Joe Biden was asked by a reporter what he thought about the governors of Texas and Mississippi deciding to just go on ahead and open up their states 100 percent, no mask mandate, nothing. You know, and Biden said it was an example of Neanderthal thinking, which I think is a very generous way to describe it. No, the
0: Neanderthals it. were smart. Like we're learning yes. more and more. They were like very close to humans in many ways.
1: Yes. And if you asked me, like I would have said it's murder and treason, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> Biden was trying to put a nice spin on it. They're just Neanderthals. <laughs> they're not as evolved, right? Right. So- it's not
0: like they're Australopithecus or
1: Right, right. (laughs) Homo erectus. I think we're Homo
0: erectus, but yes. I don't know. Okay. I read Sapiens, but I don't remember any of it. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, so anyway, this cannot stand. It was uh, another example of cance- unacceptable cancel culture in action. And everyone on the right is now like just freaking out, having strokes about this. So, Wait, Marco that Rubio- Biden
0: quote unquote canceled Neanderthals?
1: Yes. So Marco <laughs> yes, Marco Rubio just tweeted, President Biden's use of an old stereotype is hurtful to modern Europeans asians and americans who inherit about two percent of their genes from oh neanderthal ancestors oh, he should <laughs> he should apologize for his insensitive comments and seek training on unconscious <laughs> bias.
0: <laughs> maybe he was joking it's kind of funny it's so ridiculous it might be funny and by the way you buried the lead is that he called him president biden
1: yes he did that's 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 a he knows stage in evolution. He's,
0: he's evolving he's, as well.
1: <laughs> he's evolving in real time. <laughs> but so then, like, I, I know you're going to be so annoyed. I have all these clips that I want you to cut in, but we have to play this clip of <laughs> Tennessee no. Senator. Yes.
0: I'm going to be up till two in the morning editing this yes. podcast. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yes.
1: Um, it's Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn giving an impassioned defense of Neanderthal culture on Fox <laughs> business. Well, Stuart, we were called Neanderthals when I led the fight against imposition of a state income tax in Tennessee. So you know what I did? I started the Neanderthal Caucus because Neanderthals are hunter-gatherers. They're protectors of their family. They are resilient. They're resourceful. They tend to their own. So I think Joe Biden needs to rethink what he is saying about the states that are choosing to move away from these mask mandates okay so so great she's she started the neanderthal (laughs) caucus and so if you don't mind i would like to recite a poem that has been adapted from the famous lutheran pastor i wrote a poem You wrote a poem. I mean, I I didn't write it. It was, it's, you know, it's very similar to a poem that already exists, (laughs) but it's inspired by. Well, look, we're on
0: a creative tear. First, we wrote the podcast theme, and now you're writing poetry. This is very brave of you. Okay, (laughs) I want to hear it. I'm ready. I'm wrapped.
1: Okay, are you ready? Okay, so first they came for the Potato Heads.
0: (laughs) you didn't write this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I told you I didn't. It's adapted. And I did not speak out because I was not a Potato Head. Then... They came for On Beyond Zebra, and I did not speak out because I was not beyond a zebra. (laughs) Then they came for the Neanderthals, and there was no one left to speak for me, for I am a Neanderthal. Beautiful.
0: Who will speak for the Neanderthals? (laughs) There's nobody left.
1: (laughs) There's nobody left, (laughs) except for Marco Rubio. (laughs) So, and
0: Marcia Blackburn. And
1: Marsha Blackburn. So I say to the Republicans, go ahead, keep on, keep going on about Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head and the Muppets and going on TV to defend Neanderthals, who, by the way, are extinct, just like you're about to be, because Joe Biden has a $2 trillion COVID relief bill with 75% approval that just passed the House and is headed for the Senate. So go fuck yourselves. <laughs> absolutely not. Nope. Nope. Shut
0: up shut okay, it down that's amazing rachel you're gonna get the oscar for an egot for best adapted i was say screenplay best adapted, best adapted lutheran poem, poem.
1: <laughs> best plagiarized <laughs> lutheran poem. That's,
0: that's a category that's a real category
1: yeah, I mean, it's better than the Queen's Gambit.
0: <laughs> Which sucks, right? <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, exactly. You have another one, Rachel. What, uh, yeah. What's up? What's up?
1: <laughs> so, um, spring is in the air almost. And um, after a year of canceling big celebrations, we're back. We're approaching wedding season in New York. And this is something that our governor, Andrew Cuomo, has been thinking about a lot. And <laughs> this is bef- even before it was revealed that he made unwanted advances toward a stranger at a wedding. We'll have more on that later but um cuomo in january was really excited to announce that starting on march 15th which is the ides of march which happens to also be my own parents wedding anniversary oh I interesting yeah. yeah so weddings of up to 150 people on that date will be allowed statewide that's a pretty big wedding 150 people yeah i'm um, providing I, I don't know
0: 100 if i had a wedding i i wouldn't know 150 people to invite so that's a big yeah. that's a huge wedding yeah
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like a normal size wedding, you know, my wedding was around that size. And so, but the gatherings will have to follow certain restrictions. Um, But those restrictions were mysterious. And what would they be? Nobody knew. Um, Until this week, when the Department of Health clarified the restrictions, and here they are. Okay, so first of all, everyone has to dance wearing a mask, which is no surprise there. This is actually a good innovation, in my opinion, because you don't have to see the white man's over <laughs> <on>, right yes. <laughs> on the dance floor, which is great. Um, but here's where it gets crazy. So the guests at these weddings may only dance with members of their own family who have to be seated at their own table. So each family is to be assigned a clearly marked dance zone that is six feet from other dance zones and tables. And each dance zone should be no smaller than Thirty-six square feet. That's pretty big. What? If, right? well, here,
0: I have a lot of questions. So, <laughs> what if you're just a single person who brings a date to a wedding? Are you confined? Are you like chained to your table? You can't dance with that person. You no, have to you be can. Part of you a have family? to
1: have your own dance zone. You have to have your own dance. That seems zone, like so. an
0: inefficient use of space because there's, you know, you know, you had a wedding like you compress people into their little tables. And that's, that's the a,
1: you want them to be right. together. But, but so, then if I each mean,
0: person has like sixteen square feet or whatever it is, suddenly you <laughs> like have like <to>, a football <laughs> field. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, so I wanted to know like how big does this wedding venue have to be to accommodate these insane rules? So, let's say there's like 150 people and each each person is in like a group of 4 just for argument's sake. Did you do the that math? Means is this your own I, did <laughs> I did the math. I did the math. That means you have 37 and a half dance zones. So the dance floor has to be 1,350 <laughs> square feet. Acres. And that's not even including the paths that people must yes. take to arrive and the band, at their dance. the DJ, like <laughs> yes. the
0: limbo. What, can we do the limbo if they're like in <laughs> like little That's Abs-
1: No limbo. No, no. The limbo is prohibited. Conga line? Absolutely. You
0: can't do a conga line, I'm sure.
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. No, that would be, that's like a vector. Virtual
0: conga <laughs> A virtual conga, conga, line. conga <laughs> line. You could each be in your own square, like doing the little conga dance. <laughs> yes. Or no, it's perfect for square dancing. You could do a square dance with, with your own little family, like uh, dosey do
1: It's like a dosey do only square <laughs> dance. Well, like, it's perfect. will be, like... be a.
0: will be They'll all be like Western hoedown themed weddings.
1: That's fun. Yeah, I mean that. that i would does go to sound that. fun. Yeah. um, And so people in one zone can't visit another zone. And oh, this is more. There's more. Um, If during ceremonial dances, like a bride and groom's first dance, other couples enter the dance floor, they will have to maintain six feet of distance from each other. From so the, the couples, other couples
0: dancing or within the couple? So to
1: protect the bride and groom, if the bride and groom are circulating on the dance floor, if you want to go out and join them, yes. you cannot be near another person. You have to be six feet away from them. So you okay. have to do like a long distance tango or like wait, you know. wait
0: no, no, you're still not clear so is it intra <laughs> distancing or between different couples
1: no intra distancing the, <laughs> wait, if- so it's
0: like artistic like inter- like modern interpretive dance like yes. you have to like <laughs>
1: like be like a folk dance like on opposite sides of the stage yeah so um so anyways that's those are the rules i feel bad for anyone who has a wedding i can't wait to go to my (laughs) first
0: covid wedding it sounds fabulous
1: (laughs) but um to get back to the topic of governor cuomo and weddings um as we know, as many people know, possibly not the people who don't live in New York but listen to this podcast, Andrew Cuomo is in deep shit. I per- he says he's not going to resign. I personally think it's over. What I do you think,
0: think? I think if there's one more woman that, although I just watched the live interview with uh, the woman that the Times wrote about, and it is heartbreaking. Like, talk about a believable person. Yeah, like, she is very, very believable, and she's clearly traumatized by it. And it's not one of those like, oh, he touched my back and I'm so, I felt it was violent. Like, no, like this was serious harassment. harassment. Yes, Yes. serious harassment. I think if one more comes for I think he can get away with an investigation now and maybe write it out like Ralph Northam with the blackface in Virginia. But I think if one more woman comes out, it's over.
1: And we know if there's three, one of whom didn't even work for him and didn't even know him, there's going to be four or five or six. So it's just a matter of time, you know? So- um. So yeah. So anyway, that's uh, if you go through life and behave this way, you, you're always behaving this way. Right. It's but like it's this... a real
0: comeuppance for people. I mean, when he was at the height of his like COVID heroism, there were all these like Cuomo sexuals, right? Like,
1: oh yeah. there now all these people are going to have to like recant their sexual well, he had, identity. He had the like
0: pointy <laughs> nipples, where people were speculating if he had nipple rings and wasn't. Was yeah, because he made
1: or... his his coronavirus briefings were very cold. And so he had these very pointy nipples. No, nope, but now, did t- you see
0: this when, when they're talking about the bullying environment that he had in the in the thing? They said he was very specific. He would have huge tantrums and scream at people if the temperature wasn't like sixty-eight degrees. And oh. maybe it's because that was the tipping point—that the absolute zero—that he required to have pointy nipples.
1: <laughs> he always needed to <laughs> be <his> at <laughs>
0: <look. laughs> That was his signature look. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. I never called myself a homosexual. I did like his briefings for a time, but I voted for Cynthia Nixon in the primary, you know, Miranda forever. She she would never have gotten herself into this mess. Her Say what you would will. Have been
0: <laughs> in na- Perfect. Oh na- natural. Whatever they were, they were.
1: <laughs> so who will take his place is the question when he eventually resigns? Because I think he's going to. I really do. Okay. Um, yeah we've got Kathy Horchel, who's the Lieutenant Governor. She's very impressive. But as we've discussed, there's also Barbara Cavavit, who yes, is- a Real
0: <laughs> formerly friend of Real Housewives of New York wasn't yeah, even she's a housewife. Running-
1: for mayor, but maybe now she will upgrade. Open up her ambitions <laughs> t- to the governor's. And look, mansion. if Donald
0: Trump can be the president, Barbara, whatever Barbara K. Barbara can be, the governor, can be the yeah. governor.
1: or maybe Elliot Spitzer will come back. Anthony Weiner. New York has so many wonderful choices. <laughs> Carlos Danger. <laughs> Carlos gonna, Danger. It's an
0: embarrassment of riches. <laughs> yes. we, have, we have the tyranny of choice. Okay, is that all? Everything you have about a okay. wedding. That's that's. Everything.
1: Everything I have to say about weddings and, and Andrew Cuomo, but no. um, you heard it here first. Absolutely not. Nope. Nope,
0: nope. Okay. Uh, I got one. So um everybody knows about all the mishaps that people are having on Zoom. You would think we're a year into the Zoom era almost now, and we're still hearing about the cat lawyer, and then there was Jeffrey Tubin masturbating on Zoom, these all these idiots. You'd think we Oh already- the
1: woman who was like going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. On the Zoom right. Call. And Supreme
0: Court Justice <laughs> who was going to the bathroom on call you would think we would have learned our do's and don'ts by now but here is a truly breathtaking original one so (laughs) this is the story of a a surgeon named dr scott green who was um supposed to appear in traffic court via zoom Uh, we don't know exactly what his alleged offense was so this exists uh, this video there's the picture comes on of like the judge exactly like the the I know, commissioner and the clerk, um, and the picture of the doctor comes on, and he's wearing a surgical mask and a cap, and there's operating room lights behind him, and the clerk says, "Hello, Mr. Green, are you available for trial?" It kind of looks like you're in an operating room now. <laughs>
1: And, and the doctor and the
0: doctor completely nonchalantly says i am sir yes i'm in an operating <laughs> room right now but i'm available for trial go right ahead then he was informed that this would be live streamed on youtube and then somehow the camera swiveled to the actual person being operated on on the operating table
1: is that a hipaa violation
0: (laughs) that's there's a many violations it's a terms of service violation it's a hipaa it's a daca it's every violation (laughs) in the book right so the commissioner who's like the judge here says unless i'm mistaken i'm seeing a defendant that's in the middle of an operating room (laughs) to be actively engaged in providing services to a patient is that correct Mr. Green or should I say Dr. Green Dr. Green said yes he confirmed that it was and the judge commissioner said I do not feel comfortable for the welfare of a patient if you're in the process of operating that I would put on a trial notwithstanding the fact that the officer is here today and the doctor then explained that don't worry, there's another surgeon in the room who could perform the surgery. Like while he was testifying, like in
1: the background.
0: Yeah, like a backup surgeon, like a <laughs> like a, a co- med
1: student, right, like
0: <laughs> resident or something. And and the the judge says, I don't think so. I don't think that's appropriate. Uh, and he said he would reschedule the thing for the for a time that the doctor was not operating on a patient. He said we want to keep people healthy. We want to keep them alive. And to which the medical board of California 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 is investigating to which I say there's really not much to investigate here. Like there, there is documentary proof of exactly what happened. Like take away this guy's license. I'm eager to hear the outcome of this investigation. So watch the space. I just
1: think this is a consequence of a culture that is all about multitasking and like optimization, yeah, he saw nothing. He
0: saw nothing wrong with like. I mean, he yes, thought it was good. I, he he was a like, plas- this is he's great. a plastic surgeon, so yes, uh, it's less serious, I guess, than open heart surgery. But still, the guy's probably but under still. some kind of anesthesia. You're still like cutting into his face or whatever. <laughs> yes,
1: right? like, it's very serious. Yes. It's
0: can you imagine the guy getting a facelift
1: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> having to see yourself on this guy's traffic court hearing? So nope, Dr. Green, just no, like
1: no, Dr. silo
0: Green. silo these.
1: Maybe different. he was operating while driving and that's why he's in traffic court. <laughs>
0: He's the ultimate multitasker. He
1: just does everything while operating. He, he,
0: you imagine he got pulled over. <laughs> There's like a He was patient, like doing a nose like job. Like reclining <laughs> in the seat in the passenger seat and he's like leaning over at the red light to like chip away at the <laughs> at the nose a little. The no- <laughs> with the chisel or something. I don't know how they do that, but i but, can't imagine yeah. it's frizzy okay nope dr green shut <laughs> no nope, dr green okay.
1: absolutely not okay wow
0: that's enough nopes for the week i can't take anymore now we get to the absolute yeah. little rays of light little beacons of hope that got us through the week rachel what's yours
1: um my up goes to it's a sin on hbo have you been watching that
0: no not the pet shop boy song it's a it's a show
1: Uh, It's a show. It's a new show uh, on HBO. It looks at a group of young gay men in London in 1981, just as the AIDS crisis was hitting. And I was just watching the pilot and I was so riveted in a way I have not been for any show other than like, I may destroy you. It's got an amazing ensemble cast of actors who I'm not really that familiar with. One of them is a guy named Ali Alexander, who's in a synth pop trio called Years and Years. Do you know them?
0: No, oh, it sounds like I would, but I don't
1: yeah and he's just incredible he's like i mean he's like 30 years old but and he's probably very famous already but i'm just like a star is born you know? <laughs> like, he's, big in, like... <laughs> he's big in
0: england i'm sure yeah like, everyone's he's great
1: and uh, neil patrick harris is the only actor i recognized in it he plays this elder statesman mentor figure who works in like a german street bespoke tailoring shop and it's it's just wonderful the music is fabulous the production design is amazing is it sad and
0: or is it like a it's dramedy? sad yes oh, I can't I I, I I can't, it's, I can't watch it's, any aids shows it's too sad
1: it is sad it's gonna break your heart if you watch it It already like the first episode was so crushing at the end but like i still have to watch it it's the character development is so good like, i it's, can't even it's watch
0: this is us or anything like i can't deal with that's not why i watch tv okay but i think okay. for a certain per- type of person i take your yup i take your endorsement i have a very different yup this week
1: okay um, we sure.
0: i have a lot of sympathy for the mta it's not their fault right they're not funded and then co- they weren't funded before covid and now they're not funded and yet somehow um i started taking the subway again and i'm an idiot so i have my like refillable card but i'm always losing it or putting it in the back of my wallet where i can't find it and now they have this new omni system which is o-m-n-y and you can pay you not just from your from your phone but from your watch you can just show up at the turnstile and double click your watch and pay on your watch and i know i sound like an old geezer like amazed by like a price scanner at the cvs but like i no, can't believe cool. i mean look i remember tokens and yeah MetroCard was a big innovation and the fact that i could just like Click my watch and walk into the subway. That's like good really for cool. them. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, they're removing friction in the in the sales funnel. There, they're making
1: innovation. It- in yes, right. It's I do not, think, nice of, to see I do not think of public transportation.
0: I do not, not think of MTA as a cauldron of innovation, and yet they pulled it off. And, it's and yet an they innovation. did. Yeah. So, yep. To you. MTA Great. for your Omni system. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, pod, pod, oh my God, podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend in real life because that is really the best way. I Actually, this week, there were a few different people who didn't know I had a podcast or I told and I actually helped them get out their phone, found the podcast, and hit subscribe for them i don't know if they'll ever listen but at least we got some subscribers but you can
1: do that with your friends too so please
0: do in fact please do so uh the ratings have been great thank you for your support we rely on it tweet about us i'm a little
1: thirsty for more reviews though honestly like it would be great to have more reviews
0: yeah we need we have hundreds we need thousands really
1: yes yes. yeah so please if you like this podcast just go and give us a five-star review come on right Thank you.
0: And if not five star, don't don't bother. Okay. So anyway, thank you for listening. This has been a terrible week, but this has been a fun podcast to record. This has been Nope.
1: The podcast where we shut it down.